Hello there everybody, Sean Sheehan here with another episode of The Sheehan Show for SureDog.com and I had to come on today and talk about the mad weekend in the world of Irish mixed martial arts. I suppose, uh, you know, SureDog and uh, and myself and my friends over at obviously Sevier Ave have a kind of partner to talk about Irish MMA over the last few years. And uh, I, I had to take this opportunity to go out and talk about it because this is literally the biggest weekend in Irish mixed martial arts uh, in years. You know, we've had obviously big Conor McGregor fights and everything like that, but on, uh, everything uh, uh, on these shores have really been shut down. There was a, a Cage Legacy card uh, a couple of weeks ago, a local MMA uh, organization which do great things and which, you know, Peter Queeley, who we saw at the weekend, has fought on and things like that. But this was the first major Irish MMA show since Bellator back in, it feels like 10 years ago, at the start of 2020, when they had the card in, in the same arena in uh, the Point Depot 3 Arena. And um, just from my perspective, I suppose I'll start with that and we'll get a little bit into the fights and the results and stuff. But I want to talk about this from more, uh, uh, you know, the perspective of someone who's been there after not being there for a while. And it was fantastic. Let's be honest, it was great. Look, it was great just to get out of the house. I suppose I've joked a couple of times this week. But to be back in... Um, so the restrictions in Ireland just lifted, I think, on the 22nd of October, where you can have indoor events like this with uh, no limits on capacity. You can have a full, uh, I think even outdoors, there was still limits in capacity up until two weeks ago. So this is really, I think maybe the, the second or third big event like this, maybe, maybe even the first, I'm not sure, but one of the first few back, which is... Uh, an event that you can go and you can get a ticket to and you could sit there with 9,000 people and you could scream and roar and enjoy it. It was the first one. Obviously sitting there in press row, I'm not, I'm not doing that, but to be in there in that crowd, to be back to a, a little bit of normality was just absolutely fantastic. And then from an Irish MMA perspective, to see the sport kind of get back, you know, to get back to, to life was absolutely fantastic. Now we can get to the results and we can get to all of that in a second. But that was the main story. That was the main part of the weekend to see Irish MMA back on its feet because Irish MMA, it's, it's had a very, very tough time. And a lot of people, uh, a lot of people, sorry, listening to this, maybe don't know the story or maybe don't know uh, what has happened over the years. But I'll get briefly, <laughs> I can't go into complete detail here though, but like, so Conor McGregor came up, there was a, a good scene, good gyms, like Team Rhino and Rodney Moore up the north and SBG and down in Cork in the south of the country, they have Limo Griffin and different people, great, you know, Andy Ryan as I mentioned, Team Rhino and, and loads of different people, Barry Oglesby and John Kavanagh, all great gyms and in the rise of Conor McGregor as we know and the rise of the likes of Chris Fields winning the cage warriors belt before that and Kyle Pindred after McGregor and Neil Seary and it just all came up you know McGregor rose the whole scene up to become a place where they put McGregor versus Brandau tickets on sale and they could have sold out probably 50 grand. They were talking about uh, Croke Park, which is 82,000 people for a McGregor fight. That's how big it got. It was absolutely massive. And then, you know, McGregor went off and he did his stuff away from Ireland and, you know, um, um, uh, the fans followed him. But in the Irish scene itself, um, the Cage Warriors cards came here local shows were kind of popping up in and out and they had been there for years but then there was the death of Joe Carvalho which obviously we've talked about lots over the years and the scene, the scene kind of stopped for a good while and it's it's never come back fully you know 
Cage Legacy, as I mentioned earlier, have done great shows. Cage Warriors have come back. Bellator have come back. But it's been very, very tough for the scene. And the scene has struggled through and produced fighters like, you know, James Gallagher and Ian Carey and others, which we, I will mention in a while. Um, so it's been a very, very tough time. That je- death of Joe Carvalho um, brought a lot of pressure on people who maybe have never experienced stuff like that before and who were put into a limelight of trying to get an organisation to a point where... Uh, or a sport even to a point where everyone kind of believes it and everyone wants to to get it to the next level and to be an actual sport and recognise them. We're still not there. MMA is not a recognised sport in Ireland. It's still looking for government backing and all of that. So that's kind of a brief story of where Irish MMA has been. Now, McGregor has kind of, you know, uh, obviously had his issues outside of the cage, inside of the cage as well, not being his best run over the last few years, and a lot of the fan base has fallen off. But what we saw on Friday night is... The fans from down back through the years who were always MMA fans, but the fans that Conor McGregor brought in who are still there, you know, who are still real fans, who are not just there for the McGregor fight nights, who are not just there for the piss up in Las Vegas. They're real fans who were there and they were educated fans. You could see, you know, there was a transition to my, you know, close to getting an armbar and uh, and the crowd were like, ah, you know, they're, they're shouting for, uh, you know, a transition from uh, had the half guard into the side control, things like that. There was big shouts, one of the most well-educated crowds I've ever seen. It was It was absolutely fantastic. It was brilliant to see. So the scene has been through a tough time, but what it has produced is a huge fan base with fans that are are insane. You know, I think everyone listening to this, I, so I suppose most people listening to this probably wouldn't have been there. I'm sure there's some listening who are here on, on Friday night, but you can get a sense of it on TV. But being there live, it's just crazy. And I think it's been those years of, you know, lots of things happening I suppose in good ways and bad ways that have produced this fan base who are fervent and educated and just brilliant you know even me there meeting people around saying you know love the work on Sherdog and Severe Man different things it the Irish MMA scene is a very interesting very very interesting thing because it is it is kind of uh, it's like spring spring up from nowhere like a, an, an Icelandic fucking uh, lake around the volcano with these you know it's, it's and it's it's lasted it's it has lasted in a way that like was there was it was never going to last in a way where there was 80,000 people filling out Crow Park for Peter Queeler at James Gallery fight but it's lasted in a way where there is that fan base that has been built and people have grown to love MMA and not just Conor McGregor and that is absolutely fantastic now one worry I have and I spoke about this over in the Severe MMA podcast as well in, in maybe larger depth and maybe it's a better conversation for there where it's purely uh, Irish the, the the media scene wasn't as big as it previously once was and maybe that's because of McGregor um, you know not obviously not being on the card and not being around but we had a Bellator title fight on this and um, the radio stations here the, the, the TV apart from the TV channel where it's on didn't cover it you know there was no coverage of it I think one newspaper came to the media day on the Wayne morning only one outlet covered it it was uh, myself for uh, for Severe May with my friend Quilsha no one else you know the the, the, the the TV station that it was on covered it and Bellator were obviously there but no one else 
So that's insane. You know, I think everyone knows uh, Ari Hilwani over in uh, over in um, the MMA hour always talks about the, the greatest Irish MMA scene with um with all the the people covering it. And there's there's been some fantastic journalists down the years, but a lot of people have kind of fallen out of the sport or covering it kind of part time or you know not fully in it anymore. Or, you know, it hasn't produced maybe the the next level of guys. Now, some people are working different things, absolutely. You know, it's tough to go on, on a Wednesday morning as well. But um, for there to be kind of, you know, no one there apart from one outlet, it was it was a little bit shocking. And even in the media there before, it was in the afternoon, and there were a few there, but not too many. And then on the, the Friday night, there were a little bit more, obviously, but not what we would have seen before. So from that point of it, I suppose that's maybe one negative of, of the weekend. Look, the other negative then, I suppose... Is Peter Queeley lost, James Gallagher lost. But that is MMA, you know? And it's 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 funny because we're in Irish MMA where it's been almost nothing but good in terms of results, in terms of Irish cards. You know, we had Peter Queeley getting the, the huge win against uh, against Ryan Scope. We had James Gallagher winning all these main events. Conor McGregor here headlining against Diego Brandau, getting a huge win on a night where all five you know, Irish people, Gunny Nelson included as well, and that got the wins. And you know, it was it was a fantastic night, and we've had those positive nights, those brilliant nights. We've seen, you know, people down through the years, the the Cahill Pindreds and the Neil series and Cage Warriors winning the belts. We've seen Ian Gary win the belt, okay, outside of Ireland and stuff. So, Irish MMA, if you if you look at it, it's you know, it has been a very very. Um, Lucky scene, I suppose. It's been a very, very uh, win- uh What's the American word they use? Win- winning? What's it? Winning? Uh, winningest. It's been one of the most. It's been one of the winningest um, scenes, I suppose, you could get in the world for such a, a small team. With, and I've seen it said the word "scene" about fifty times, so I apologize. But it, it really has. It's it's been so. There's been so many good times. And when you have good times in MMA, it's going to lead to tough fights. Like James Gallagher has won all of his fights since Ricky Bendejas a few years ago. Peter Queeley took the tough fight against Patricky the first time, won it. And then you're getting an even tougher fight against Patricky again the second time over five rounds with a belt on the line. When you're taking fights like those, when you're taking chances like those, when you're excelling yourself into big um, matchups like that, you're going to lose. You know, you might win, but you're going to lose too at some stage. MMA has no place to hide and not just for say an up-and-comer like James Gallagher not just someone like Peter Queeley who you know is, is not the best fighter in the world he's a good fighter but for the best fighters in the world it, it, there's no hiding place look at McGregor he was the best fighter in the world he ended up taking losses you know Colby Covington there on, on Saturday night lost and the very few you know okay John Jones even John Jones is last year you know Khabib is the only one I suppose but he's retired kind of early but everyone George St. Pierre knocked out you know Everyone, Francis Ngannou has lost, Steve Miocic, Daniel Cormier, Demetrius Johnson, all the best, they all lose, right? And the, the, the deflation, I suppose, on Friday night, when two guys lost, was, was as palpable, I suppose, as the adulation that they got as they walked into the cage. It was... It, it was mad because the, the the adjustment in emotions between James Gallagher walking out and James Gallagher tapping was like something you could almost never see anywhere else in life, only in the, in sport and only in a cauldron like that. It really is because like other sports done in that quickly, you know, and done in that comprehensively and that, you know, what when did James Gallagher? It was the start of the third round, wasn't it? So literally what? 
20 minutes, 22, 23 minutes before, the crowd were insane. Even in, in the middle of the fight, you know, two minutes before, they were probably insane. But as the walkout, and then just pure deflation, pure quietness, even like a little bit of respect for Patchy Mix, and then quietness after it as well. And then what happens? You know, Dolores O'Riordan comes on, the cranberries come on, Peter Queeley is walking out, and then the raise the roof again, the level just shoots up, and it comes out. And then we've gone from loud to quiet to loud and then what happens next Peter Queeley gets knocked out and we've got the quietness again it was it was an insane scene a, an incredible scene a scene that's all a scene again it's it's almost impossible to uh to describe it's almost impossible to see anywhere else but this is a test no because what happens next you know um i i would like to see irish mma being kind of rewarded for the incredible atmosphere and the incredible fights that went on. These were, you know, there were still good fights. The Gallagher Biggs fight was a very good fight. Obviously, the big knockout in, in the main event and Queeley went out and he threw his shots in the second round. I wouldn't mind seeing, look, Vincent Henderson just lost to Bryn Primus. Looks like Bryn Primus could be fighting for the for the title now. Um, or, you know, who's, is it Usman or Megamedov in that way? I think it is. Anyway, um, it's... I wouldn't mind seeing Bitson Henderson against Peter Queeley, maybe in the main event here. James Gallagher, who's he going to fight? I think he needs to continue to fight people at at the top level. Now, he's got there. We don't want to see an MVP situation where he rolls it back. Let's shoot. Look, if you lose your next fight, you lose your next fight. That's if you win your next fight, you're you're vaulted back in there. I think that's the way James Gallagher needs to do. James Krause uh, put it up on, uh, on Instagram about that, talking about how, look, he took a chance. He, it didn't go for him. I, and it, it, look, it was a close fight up until it ended. I think, um, you know, I think the, the late takedown for James Gallagher kind of worked against him in the first round. And then there were lots of guillotines that were like, how do you score that? You know, is it effective grappling because he's in a guillotine or is it not effective grappling because he's in a guillotine, but he's not finishing him? It was, it was one of those tough ones. It, it, was, uh, it, was, it was a fun fight and a good fight. But I think, you know, looking forward, I suppose, from that, both guys and the Irish MMA uh, landscape for Bellator needs to be uh, nurtured, and now it's a, because now it's a very important time. You know, it's a very, very important big time because it's grand when you're going in there and you have a title fight. You know, and you have a James Gallagher fight when he's fighting to get to a title fight. Maybe like if James Gallagher had won on Friday, you could absolutely see him fighting the winner of uh, of Pettis and Haraguchi. Now maybe he wouldn't, but there would have been talks that there could have been talks that, and it could have happened. I think everyone would agree with that if he had won. The next time, if James Gallagher wins, he won't be fighting for a title, more than likely. There will probably won't even be talk of it. Peter Queeley won't be fighting for a world title. No. Maybe Sinead Kavanaugh wins next weekend, and then we have a different situation. We have a, di- we have a different thing. But I suppose well, we'll get to that in a second as well. So that's this next thing, this next few months for Bellator, this next event for Bellator in Ireland is absolutely huge. Will it sell out? Will there be 9,000 people there? Will the the same interest be there after losses? No, I think it will. I think there will be a good interest. I wasn't as sure before the event, like how it was going to go and how the fans were going to react and if people would just turn up because of the, the pandemic. But they did. They absolutely did. And I think it'll be very interesting to see how it looks uh, going forward. But this weekend, inside the cage, the two big um, main event and co-main event fights ended in losses for Irish MMA but you couldn't call that Bellator Dublin card a loss for Irish MMA because of the fans because of how brilliant it was like I think Patchy Mix and Patricia or Patricky Pitbull sorry both kind of came out in the media afterwards and were like 
I, I not, they didn't necessarily say straight out I, I enjoyed it or I'd like to fight here again but I think I think if you ask both of them that straight question they probably would say that I think because it's just incredible everyone that comes here and, and and experiences it loves it and as I think my, my friend Zane Simon said on Twitter the other day it's a pity the UFC kind of gave up on this scene um, and if Bellator do I think it'd be a big big mistake even with uh, with the negative results from this weekend but um a, a fantastic event to be at and fantastic to look forward to now the two other fighters coming up next week Sinead Kavanagh and uh, and uh, and uh, Ian Gary who fought at the weekend as well now I'll, I'll obviously have my Bellator preview so we'll talk more about Sinead Kavanagh but what an opportunity for Irish MMA to bounce back in Bellator um, I, I, I can't wait for that it'll, it'll be absolutely huge and if you haven't listened to my interview with, with Sinead uh, here on Shardog please do it's not enough for me it's she is her story is like no other person in Irish MMA. Not Conor McGregor, not Ian Gary, not James Gallagher, none of them. She, Her story is out of this world. It's just madness altogether. I think she had, she had a son when she was 17. His father passed away. And then her aunt and uncle passed away in a, in a car crash. And her mother kind of went off the rails. She nearly became homeless. While she was homeless, she won world or um, Irish national boxing championships. Crazy, insane story. You have to listen to it. You, it's unmissable, honestly. And... That level of uh, life lived, I suppose, going in to fight Chris Cyborg, you know, just for that adversity to come through it, to survive it. You know, how what better preparation could you have to be put into the most adverse situation you possibly could be put into as a woman's 145 pounder outside of the, the UFC? You know, there is none. And um, I'm really looking forward to that. But as I said, we we will talk more about that. But Ian Gary as well. Uh, to wrap up, I suppose, the Irish MMA scene for this weekend. What a what a win for Ian Gary. You know, he came out there and he took some shots early, you know. Um, and he got hurt. Uh, relatively hurt, but he got his nose got busted up and he was bleeding profusely. And uh, it was a bad start for him. Make no mistake about that. But he settled. And I think if you watch from, I think, around the midpoint of, of the round until obviously the finish with the last, uh, in the last second of the round, Ian Gary looked unbelievable. He looked really good. He looked slick. He looked smart. He looked defensively good. Or he didn't look defensively good beforehand. But that's not Ian Gary. You know, if you've watched Ian Gary before, you know he is a guy who has improved defensively uh, over the years. And his offense is, you couldn't question that. It's its unbelievable. His power, he's so slick. He's a beautiful jab. And he has all the shots on the feet and really good on the ground. He finishes on the ground as well. So, um he's never been at a UFC event before the first UFC event he ever was at was him fighting on it I don't think that was uh, I don't think that was a good decision to be honest I think he probably should have gone to one experienced it and know what was coming uh, but it didn't matter in the end he got, he got the win and he ended up uh, you know he ended up on the good side of it with a beautiful knockout reminiscent of I suppose Conor McGregor versus uh, versus uh, even Bushinger from Cage Warriors back in the day but Ian Gary you know if you're uh, First of all, if you're to look worldwide and look for someone to be the next Conor McGregor, very hard to find one. Like, very hard to find someone who is going to be a pay-per-view draw, who's going to be an imperious fighter, who's going to win world championships, who's going to be fantastic. Worldwide. This is in the 7 billion people worldwide or whatever it is. What about the the, the, the 5.5 million people in the on the island of Ireland or whatever it is? To find another one there is going to be very, 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 very tough. And I suppose, as an Irish MMA scene, I'll say the word again, we're, 
not me, but other people are expecting it. You know, they think it might be James Gallagher. They think it might be Paul Hughes. They think it might be, you know, Kiefer Crosby or whoever else, John Mitchell, down through the, the years. But the one guy who it might be, if it's anyone, is Ian Gary. You know, he said afterwards, this is the takeover part two. Um, and if it is, if it is, it is. You know, we will see down through the next few years. We will see if the results go the right way. We'll see if his talk goes the right way. You know, he's changed gym as well. He's left uh, Team KF, Chris Fields and Tom King's gym here in in Ireland to go to Sanford MMA. We'll see if that works. We'll see if Sanford MMA works. He might go somewhere else. You know, hopefully it works out. He's in a great gym. It's one of the best gyms in the world without a shadow of a doubt. But things have changed for him. He moved, he's moved country. He's getting married, I think, in the new year, he said. Uh, he's in the UFC now, earning more money. Things change and things adjust. Now that might make him better, or it, may, it might not. But it's um, it is a big, big uh, time for Ian Gary, and it is a big reputation that he has found himself having. And it'll take a lot to to get to the level of of McGregor. Now, as I said, he has the tools to do it. Whether he does it or not, we we will see. But his display at the weekend, I do, I don't think it was fully um you know, fully showing what Ian Gary actually is. You know, we saw Paddy Pimblett a few weeks ago and he kind of got rocked and then he ended up getting the big finish at the end. I think that kind of did show what Paddy Pimblett is. You know, he's had kind of a few deficiencies in his game down through the years. I don't think Ian Gary has those glaring deficiencies in his game whatsoever, but he um, he showed an issue early, resolved that issue and got the finish. So I was... It was absolutely fantastic. A really, really great win uh, for Ian Gary and his nickname is The Future and the future for Ian Gary is going to be very, very interesting. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun to see. Uh, one or two names as well I want, just want to mention. Pedro Carvalho, who is a Portuguese fighter but trains in SPG. Um, he, he talked to the media this week and he spoke really, really well about how proud he is to, to represent Irish MMA and fight over here. You know, you could argue that he's one of the best fighters in the world that's fighting out of Ireland at the moment. Okay, his results in his last two before um, Friday night uh, didn't go great, but beating Daniel Veitchel means something. You know, that's a very, very good win, and he's a very good fighter. And he's a guy, you know, he's a guy you'd like to listen to in an interview, you know? You'd like to listen to him in a scrum. You'd like to see him fight because he's an exciting fighter as well. So I have to mention Pedro. Uh, I have to mention Kieran Clark as well, who had a very tough fight and came through and did very, very well. A tough nose guy who's had a tough upbringing and he's a, a good fighter as well. Um, and I must mention Danny Nealon. She uh, went 5-0 at the weekend. She called out Valley Lareda afterwards. She is a 115-pounder, which is an issue because Bellator don't have the 115-pound division, but she said she's willing to go up to 125 to fight Lareda and then you know maybe get to, to seven or eight no and then we'll see what's next but uh, look I'm I, I'm sure she would love if Bellator had the 115 division or started it but um I think at five and oh if she gets another few wins I think she's good enough to go to the UFC and you know if Bellator had the division as I mentioned grand but they don't so the UFC is the destination for her and I think she is a fighter who will uh, have enough to, to get to that level and we'll see where the world takes her then after that. You you know, I suppose you can never tell uh, whether someone can get to a rank level or a, or a world level in terms of, you know, being a champion or being a top five. But uh, I do think she has the prospects of getting to the UFC and, and having a good career there as well. So those are just a few names to, to listen to from the weekend. We also, you know, we have Joe McCulligan as the Cage Warriors champion and Paul Hughes as the interim champion. It's uh, it's a very exciting time for Irish MMA 
ups and downs, but that's MMA. You know, that is MMA in a nutshell. There's going to be tough times. There's going to be great times. And even on the same night, there's going to be t- great times and tough times. Um, so, right, that's uh, that's my Irish MMA update. I, I'll do these pretty, you know, uh, pretty often, hopefully. Hopefully there'll be more uh, big Irish dates to come and big Irish events and big Irish fights. And uh, I'll be here with uh, my friends on Sherdog.com uh, to cover it. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Tell a friend. We'll see you all next time. Good luck.